A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the show this week. It is us, and we are here. It's a damn good show. Who are you? Me? I wasn't sure if you were talking to the audience. No, no. I'm looking in your eyes as I lean forward and whisper into the microphone. Okay. I'm Meg. Who are you? I'm the guy. The man? Nope. The guy. There's a Taylor Swift song called The Man. I'm sure that's right. I am not Taylor. It's from the Lover album. Nor am I Swift. I can play it for you later if you want. I used to be fleet of foot. Okay. That was a few pounds ago. Hmm. I could probably still run to save a person that mattered to me. It wouldn't feel good, and I'd probably pull a few things, but I've got that one last effort. When was the last time you ran, do you think? Like, just, just ran, try to like think. Like, sprinted? Like, just in any way, shape, or form. Like, it was faster Jog, paced sprint. than... Let's what? say let's say jogged the whole thing. Probably within the last three weeks, I've jogged really some distance. Like yeah, just like oh, I gotta put forth the effort, like I'm doing a thing that I don't give a shit about. Where were you jogging? Um, it was an instance where I was in a parking lot, and oh, it was sure. my turn to go, but the oncoming traffic was like, we okay. don't stop for anyone. And okay. so I did the half-ass jog okay. out in front of them to All be right. like, I'm playing my part. When was the last time you full and sprinted? Three years ago. Wow. You have that just like you can pull it up? I'm memory? a bit of a rain man about sprinting. Okay. So it was back in the year of our Lord 2020? Yeah. Did you do some pandemic running? No. You just wanted to sprint just to see if you still could? Not precisely. Okay. It was high-intensity interval training. Oh, okay. That's the thing. Well, yeah. If you've never been high-intensity, I don't recommend that you take up high-intensity interval training. It's a good way to blow a hamstring. Blow a hammy. Yeah. Pull a hammy. Pull a hammy. As Jim Carrey would tell us. Yeah. And Cable Man, I believe, was the movie. Okay. Yes. It's only a miracle I know his name. I know the movie names loosely and things. Some things I remember. Some things I remember things about. Okay. Who did he start opposite of in Cable Guy? No idea. I'm going to give you three guesses. No. Okay. There was one guess and that was a no. 
She passed away recently. She did, yeah. There were drugs involved. Dergs. She was having a rough go of things. It's true. It happens. I don't yeah. judge her for that. Keep going. Um. Damn it. Damn it. I was going to say a thing. Joe Piscopo. No. I knew that wasn't right, but I wanted to say his name. When I say his name, you're going to be like, oh, of course it was. No, 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 no. Wait. It's the same guy that starred in Office Space, right? No. Damn. It's Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller was in that? Yeah. Okay. Well, good job, Ben, of being nondescript and unrecognizable Actually, yet again. A lot of people are in that movie. Jim Carrey, Ben Stiller, Matthew Broderick, Jack Black, Owen Wilson. Bob Odenkirk is in that movie? We got to go watch it now. I like it, me I like me some Bob. Very much needing a rewatch. Janine Garofalo's in it. Leslie Don't care Mann. about that. Okay. Good to know. What was the last one? Leslie Mann. She was in Who's she? she you would recognize her face. She was like in Big Daddy, I think. She there was an era I of don't 90s know that I movies. Big Daddy. And she usually played like the bitchy like wife or girlfriend. Then that's, that's a, picture of her. a precise reason why I would purposefully not remember who that is. I don't, her, I don't like bitchy people. Look at her face. You know her. Yeah, I do. But I, don't, I still don't remember her in that yeah. movie. Okay. Is she – is that the character in 40-Year-Old Virgin that threw up into Steve's mouth? Oh, it might have been. I've only seen that movie one time, and the only I think thing, I've only seen it once, but I remembered that scene. He only, tried to pick up. I think it was. Her, I think it was her playing the character. Yeah, tried to pick her up at the bar, and she was driving and shouldn't have been. Oh, she I was think intoxicated. It was her. She yes. threw up seafood into his mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was I, pretty, pretty violent. I had completely forgotten about that scene. The only scene I remember from that movie is, of course, the iconic waxing scene. Yeah, it left his chest a real patchwork. Quilt of devastation and pain. Would you ever do any body waxing? To myself or someone else that I was torturing? No, no. Like, would you ever have body hair waxed off of you? Now, you don't have to do it yourself, but would you ever, like, is that a thing you've ever been interested in? I mean, it's not like a focal point, but I'm also not entirely against it. Okay. It de I guess that depends. Like, do you want somebody to go straight downtown on me and rip my my grundles out? Or what do you – I was thinking – What is it that you hate about me? No, 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 no. Well, we're not going to do this if you're going to take it as a no, 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 no. There's something that you were like, hey, have you no. ever – Have you ever entertained the thought of being less repulsive? <laughs> <laughs> How vulnerable do you want to get with this? I wasn't even going to be specific. Listen, we're already here. Let's go. Let's go downtown if that's what's necessary. I wasn't thinking of the downstairs apartment. I, for as long as I've known you, mm -hmm. you have deplored having hair on your arms and legs. It's true. And so I'm just curious. Have you ever? But let's thought, be fair. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. It's not like I have gentle nuances of arm hair. When left unchecked, and I know this because I had a dad who I'm genetically identical to, yeah. practically speaking, whose arm hairs could get – they were curly, so it was hidden. But they were three damn inches long. It's freakish. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. About the time that my arm hairs – the longest I've made it since I was in high school. Yeah. That's a long time ago. Yeah. When my arm hairs get about an inch in length, I start skeeving out and I get the clippers and clip it down. Okay. Ben, and so my question is, in your angst about, let's just say your arm hair, for example, have you ever thought, I shouldn't just go to a salon and get this waxed? Well, 
No, I've not thought that. Okay. And I guess, do you want to know why? I'm yes, you're, you're, that's I'm, why I'm, I asked. I'm thinking that you're engaging, but I don't yes. know if you have something you want to hear and you'll reject no, all of the things. No, I'm genuinely curious. It's not that I'm particularly in love with the idea of a bald-armed exposure to the world. Okay. In fact, that feels a little strange as well. Okay, okay. It's just that isn't there some happy place between a bald arm and three-inch damn long arm hairs that's yeah. – that's a good place for everyone, me, strangers, you, all the things, stranger things, the upside <laughs> down, all of it. So I, I think you found it. I think you found your happy place the, with your the clippers. Clipping, the clipping, yeah. it's always too short when I first run the clippers over it. And yeah, I do use a product by Manscaped. Yeah. It's not manscaping proper. No. Because it's my arms and not my my manly areas. Although I guess my arms are part of it. I don't know. I don't know how this all works. When I first clip them, it's shorter than I want it to be. But then, again, by the time it gets an inch long, it's like, you've been here way too long. You're way too comfortable here, yeah, sir. Sir. Okay. How about you? Have you ever thought about getting my arms waxed? <laughs> no. Anything. Yeah, I've deliberated. You chose. It. You chose my arms. Yeah, I'm not choosing anything right, for right, you. Right, right, right. Have I've, you thought about waxing? I have deliberate. I have spent more mental energy <laughs> deliberating whether or not to do a bikini wax. A, okay, go all the way Brazilian wax, which is terrifying. Okay. At times, I've been convinced this is it. I'm going to do it, and then I always chicken out and I never make the appointment. Okay, I'm scared. It seems like it's going to hurt. Well. I can only guess that in the the proper moment, it doesn't feel good. Right. Yeah, I think you're right about that. But I don't think it's something that persists for days, weeks, even no. hours. But yeah. I don't think it persists. I think it's just like a, yes. which is unintelligible profanity in the moment that it occurs. And that was similar to Steve Carell's performance in The 40-Year-Old Virgin, if we may bring it back. Or, um, damn it. Dead air. Uh, what's what's the Anchorman? Anchorman when he plays Brick. Yeah. Oh there yeah. There's a lot of yes. explosive screaming of unintelligible. Yes. Yeah. Are we on this? Good job. <laughs> Good job. I tried to high five you. You freaked out. Yeah, that wasn't a high five. Okay, I tried to touch your chest. <laughs> yeah, tried to do a weird. It was adaptation a, of the. Chips, I was trying to but, make you give me high five. Yeah. Okay. You didn't want to. <laughs> didn't like that at all. Hey. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. Hey. Do you remember? Do you remember the time you incriminated yourself on live mic? No. That you were gonna kill before. me. No. If I wake up dead tomorrow mm -hmm. in any of your lives, you know what happened. The, the episode will drop as per usual. Mm -hmm. Um. On. Sort of Awesome, another podcast that I host, that I created and host. Yeah, you don't host this one. Mm -mm -mm. Just for the record. Sure don't. <laughs> you, you barely show up and contribute. Exactly. It's essentially a one-man show. I'm, I am the Andy... Dick? No, what's Andy's last name? The Conan O'Brien. Andy... Oh, geez, Swashbuckler? Please. What is his last name? I don't know. But I appreciate my own... I'm Andy to your Conan. Yeah, but you conked out. You didn't ever think of his last I name. I can't think of it right now. I can picture his face in my mind. 
<laughs> the only Andy that's coming to mind is, is Andy Dufresne. I, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from, uh, from Shawshank Redemption. Well, he did crawl through <laughs> a mile of shit pipe to get free. That's, and you got to respect that. You got to respect Stephen King for giving us one of the best metaphors of breaking free that's ever been created. Or is he still in the modern is era? Stephen King himself still in the pipe? Oh, I don't think so. I think he is. Um, I've seen him try to mix it up in public media, and it's always ugly. Like he's still in the shit pipe. Look, I can't judge anyone's spiritual or metaphorical condition. I don't I'm not think judging he's it physically in it. You think <laughs> I'm judging him? I'm not judging. You're assessing him. it. Well, sure. There's is that a, not the same as judging? There's it? There's a huge difference. Judging is simply looking at the facts and making an objective observation. No, that's assessing. Okay. Judging is followed by a sentence or verdict or something. There's something okay, okay, more okay, okay. substantial right. and okay. I don't I don't judge right or wrong from where he's at. I'm just assessing where he's at. Okay. All right. I wouldn't want to be there. Okay. When I find myself there, I don't want to be there. Good. Good dead air. That was great production. Great. We teamed up on that one. If we were sponsored, there would have been a commercial break there. For Sam's Club. I said it. Sam's Club. <laughs> Until localwarehouseclub.org provides some funding, you cannot quote a name. Okay. Otherwise, we'll have you're, to redact that. you're giving the milk away for free. Who will want the cow? Who will want the cow now, brown cow? I'm sort of awesome. That was racist. Another, no, another podcast that I host. We were talking about. You and I? Nope. We, my co-host Kelly and I, were ah, talking about. So you and Kelly. Dear me at 16. We were like, if we could go back in time mm -hmm. and tell ourselves. What would we? What would we want to tell ourselves? Yeah. Would you say anything, or would you just punch yourself in the no, sensitive areas? Never. I would. It'd be a lot more succinct. And sixteen-year-old me was stupid okay. and wouldn't have understood anything older me has to say anyway. So just a quick, a quick jab in the sensitives. I would have taken sixteen-year-old me out for a cup of hot tea because sixteen-year-old you would have been like, "F you! This is stupid." I'm sorry. Did you know me when I was 16? Practically. Okay. I knew you when you were 17. When I was – no. I was yep. 18 when I went to college. Mm -mm. Okay. I'm not even going to argue with you. That's stupid. The The dates don't mm. lie. Yeah. Now, back up. Neither do Shakira's hips. <laughs> <laughs> when I was 16, my best friend Jamie and I thought we were very hot shit and very grown up yeah. to go to the kettle – which is what? What is you? Know, I do, but what is the kettle? The kettle was a truck stop slash diner mm. that you could find. So as a seventeen-year-old, it wasn't really you a truck stop. Went to a truck stop. It wasn't really a truck stop. <laughs> it kind of was because, and the reason it I said absolutely was the reason I said truck stop is because you could find them along you the could interstate. Find trucks there, stopping I thirty-five. Mm -hmm. I lived in a hometown that was off of I-35, mm -hmm. and uh, it was mostly a diner. But, like, yeah, truckers would stop by because they were always on the interstate. They were the main clientele. Is that right? They were there for two reasons. 
to drink beer and to do something else, and they were all out of beer. Okay. Now, the kettle later was bought out by a different company, and that company turned all of the kettles into Prairie Kitchen. Oh, I thought you were going to say Crapper Barrel. No, turned them all into Prairie Kitchen. It's the same thing. Prairie Kitchen is like the if there is such a thing, the bootleg version of Cracker Barrel. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no gift shop, but it's like the same kind of food. Yeah, they'll still sell you stuff. Yeah. Well, like meth. To uh, to my point. <laughs> like that, yes. Uh, Jamie and I would go to the kettle and order hot tea and just drink mm. hot tea like we were very grown up. And, very British. And gossip and talk and talk and talk for a long time about all of the You're dramas. sullying her public image. I didn't say her last name. Well, somebody will just have to take a guess. I'll put it in the show notes. No, you will not. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, I would take myself out for a cup of hot tea and be like, listen, here's what you need to know. I wouldn't have listened to myself, of course. 16 year olds are not known for their listening to others. Well, but, unless it's another 16 year old. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But let's talk about what you were like when you were 16. Let's start with what. Year on the calendar. Oh shit! Was it um ninety two? Ninety one. Ninety one. Wait. Yeah, yeah. That that rhymes with accuracy. I'm not saying it's accurate. It is accurate, but it rhymes I've, with I've accuracy. It's it with its, give or take a year. Yeah. What was I like? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Well, so it was. Are you even prepared for this? Well, look, we're going to, I'm going to walk you down a path. Okay. Are you ready? Well, do you want me to talk or do you want, do you want to walk me down a path? What is it that you're after here? I want to walk you down a path while okay. you talk. Then, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't ask me for my input if you just want to say something. Okay. That's dishonest. Have, it's almost like you're a member of Congress. I have questions here for you. Okay. And we already established what year it but was. But you, you asked what I was like at 16. Yeah, because we're going to eventually – But then you didn't want an answer. As we, go, as we answer the questions, it's going to form a full-fleshed, a full-bodied picture of who you were at 16. So I don't actually get to answer. I don't. You're I don't follow. I don't follow where we're going. Well, because, here's the next question. What? Yeah. So I didn't get to answer the first. Now, what's the second the one? The first question you did answer, and it was, "What year was it on the calendar? 1991." That's not what, the first question in the notes. What school year was it? It was my sophomore year. Okay, you know why? I turned 16 before the proper sophomore year started. Do I know why? Yes, because I was held back as a child. Not because I was dumb, but because I was impressionable is the story they told. I don't know. Maybe I was dumb. But by the time you were a sophomore, weren't you... Dumb? Yeah. No. Hell yeah, I was. Aren't you grateful that you got to be the first in your whole high school class to get your license and drive around um, in your hot shit? Michael Dale, and I won't say his last name, was 16 the year before me because... He also it, had been held back a it year or two. Yeah, not so much <laughs> held back as... Hey, bro. Kept, kept back. <laughs> you, you got to stay here another year. No insult. I liked Michael Dale. He was a good man. He yeah. still is. I know him to this day. It's been uh, three years since I've crossed paths with him, but I did. Three years ago, I never thought I would again. I crossed paths with him three years ago. And for all other things in life about any human being, he is a good man. Okay. Let the record show. Let the record show it. I celebrate you, Michael Dale. All right, let's raise a glass. I already did. Michael Dale. I've been glass raising for right. a couple hours now. <laughs> um, so 
you were one of the earliest, if not the earliest, obviously, Michael Dale. Second, you. second, second place behind Michael Dale. But didn't you think you were just like the hottest of hot shit? Well, did you hear that? I heard it. I don't know if the people can hear it. There was a dog it. snoring. <laughs> the dog was um, unimpressed. Here's the truth. I didn't have to think it. I was. Okay. See? I was. Yeah. I was supremely jealous of everyone in my class who turned 16 before or during our It had nothing year. to do with my age. Yeah. There was a prior time in life where I was hot shit. I don't know where I'm at now. Okay. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm, I constantly run around in circles and hurt myself on accident. <laughs> when you're trying to sprint down the sidewalk. Yeah, that too. Yeah. If you sprint on our sidewalk, you will get hurt. You'll trip. Not- You'll scrape both kneecaps off. It is not the ideal. You'll do the surface. teeth. The teeth hurt breathing. The <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, so you were a sophomore. What were you wearing to school those days? A uniform. And what was your uniform? My uniform was because I was muscular then, and you are now. But you, this was peak. Weight. That's neither here nor there. This was peak weightlifting. Peak as physical a condition. Weightlifting personality trait. Um, my, my thighs were almost as big around as my waist. I was a muscular young lad. Mm-hmm. I wore, because of that, I wore Levi's silver tabs, which were pleated at the waist and had big legs that would have been baggy on most folk, but I filled them out like the whore that I was. <laughs> filled them right out. Baby's got his blue jeans on. Yeah. <laughs> so those were the jeans. I then wore a white, not even t-shirt, undershirt, a white undershirt because it it made my upper body look more masculine probably than it was. When it started to cool off, I would pull on a flannel over the top of that. And then if it got even cooler still, a jacket of some sort, um, there was a denim jacket. Oh, practically the Canadian tuxedo. I was going to say, yeah, that, <laughs> denim that on denim. Stood a little bit of time in between. I had a, I guess they'd call it a garden coat, barn Gar- jacket. Nope, garden or gardeners or something. There's a there's a name for the thing. It's like a just above mid thigh length thing. That there was that, and then when it got really super ass cold, I had a terrible, embarrassing leather jacket that we bought at a warehouse club. Was it? Yeah, yeah, but don't say it too loud because they've not yet signed up to okay. pay us to say their name. Was it literally members? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't what's, that high dollar. No, wait. What's the Sam's brand? Isn't it called Members Only? No, no. no. That's a whole members, other. That's a members legitimate mark. Members Mark. Yes, that's the but Sam's that's brand. current. That's new and current. Okay. Back then, no, there wasn't a proper Sam's brand. Okay. And this wasn't that either. It was actually a decent leather jacket, except they're like, we made a million of these. <laughs> Somebody take them. Yeah. And the Waltons were like, um, sir, we will take them. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so that was your uniform. What were you wearing for footwear? Oh, goodness. So low tops at that point. I'd been high tops before that because oh. – Junior high was high tops and tight rolled jeans and things. Mm -hmm. There was still some tight rolling or whatever. Was it tight rolling? Is that what it's called? French rolling of the jeans 
on into high school, but it wasn't with high tops anymore. Right. Um, there were Nikes were acceptable. Several brands were acceptable, but I had a pair of black Asics. Oh, that were they? They made me sexually excited. They wow. were delightful shoes. Yeah. I wore those. I think I bought more than one pair of them as time went on. Okay. I wore those a lot. Did you own and or wear Doc Martin boots? Oh, now you do you want a full story or do you yes. just want to move on? No, I okay. I I do want the full story. The little town I was in, we didn't have such a place that would sell these figments of delightful imagination. I had a friend named Tommy. Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> Actually, Hilfinger. <laughs> no. Um, Tommy, I won't say his last name. Tommy Bahama. Nope. Okay. Not even not even close. Tommy, I want when I say Tommy, I want you to think of uh an Italian underboss. <laughs> I want okay. you to think okay. another Tony, not a Tommy. Okay. Tommy Soprano. Tommy, yeah. <laughs> he was he was a good hearted dude. He really was. Yeah. And I don't know who Tommy's connections were. Yeah. I probably would have had to have died if I did know. We didn't have no, – nobody in our town had Doc Martin boots. Yeah. We all had seen them. Oh. In the photographs. <laughs> in the moving pictures. In the moving pictures. And we all loved them, but we didn't know how, <laughs> how might one go about acquiring a pair of these. More than one thing. And I was slow because I was innocent. Mm -hmm. I was slow. More than one thing Tommy either gave to me or sold to me that in retrospect plainly came from a fence. No, it fell off the back of a truck. It Kinda, was yeah, perfect timing. Exactly. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy wore in a pair of Doc Martens and everybody was like, what the actual hell? Yeah. We've only seen these in magazines. Tommy, where'd you get those? Now, let's assume just for numbers sake, let's say I wore a size nine. Mm -hmm. These were like size 11. Okay. But Tommy didn't wear anything bigger than a size nine either. Mm -hmm. He just wore them in and it was hot. And then he didn't like all the attention because he's trying to run a scan. <laughs> and I bought them. I bought them from Tommy. They didn't fit me. They looked ridiculous like clown shoes that hinged in the wrong place. But I was the only one with Doc Martens for a minute. Yeah. But I only wore them for a minute because they just absolutely destroyed my feet because mm. they were the wrong size. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. The reason I asked about Doc Martens specifically is because your whole uniform, not that far off from what our oldest daughter, Daisy, wore to school daily. It's true. A lot of T-shirts and jeans, a lot of flannels, mm -hmm. uh, and, of course, her trusty Doc Martens. She started out with the Amazon. I actually bought her a pair that fit. Yeah. More than one pair, in fact. Yeah. She started out with the knockoffs. Mm -hmm. She decided – I didn't I mean, buy she, them from Tommy. No. She wore those out literally. And then you were like, let's go to the store. I know a place. I know a guy. I know a guy. His name's Corporate America. Yeah. <laughs> He'll take your money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've covered what year it was, what year you were in school, what you were wearing daily. Let's talk about music. That's pop culture, music, TV, movies. What were you – you probably honestly were so busy you didn't have time for a lot of pop culture. Well – Because you were working all the jobs. But what was – I mean, what was room. pop culture in the moment? In 91? Yeah, because we didn't 
we, other people may have, I doubt it. We didn't have proper internet. No, I don't think there was internet in 1991. Well, there was. Just ask Al Gore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's the creator after all. <clears throat> Let's see. Pop culture 1991. I'm Googling as we go. Okay. okay. What is it that you're wanting to state? Did you see the film Terminator 2 Judgment Day? Because that came out in 91. Not in theaters. <gasps> you didn't? No. How often did you go to the movies? I'm curious. Well, from the time I got my license, which we've loosely determined was 91-ish, mm -hmm. um, it was rare that two weeks would go by that we didn't go to the, the theater in a, in a neighboring town because yeah. ours sucked. I'm so surprised you didn't see Terminator 2 in the movie theater. That feels like that would have been – you would have been first in line. What month did it come out? I don't know. Well, you've got the phone open. It just says 1991. It doesn't say well, when. get your IMDb open and find out the real facts. Find right. out the real facts. There's a story here to be told. Well, okay. Ma'am. Right. Ma'am. You are going to have to entertain the people. I always don't. But I talk anyway, and they continue to listen to wait for when you come July back. July 3rd, 1991. So it was just prior okay. to you getting your yeah. driver's license, sure. So here are the two reasons that I did not see that in theaters. One is because it was prior to my driver's license. Two is because when I got my license, we were in the middle of two-a-days mm -hmm. for football. And it wasn't until football season was over that we began proper – Every one, minimally once every two weeks going to the theater. So that fell outside of the window of opportunity. Okay. Did you see Home Alone in the theaters? No, because it was a children's movie. I saw it in the theater and I thought it was hilarious. You've always been a bit of a child. I love you for it. How very How dare you. Dear. Now, I know that you did not watch TV because you guys did not have cable. We didn't have um, a. Never mind. I can't say that without being terribly nasty. And I try not to be terribly nasty. Okay. Just sort of nasty. Sort of. There we go. Yeah. Um, let's talk about music. Country music, rock music, uh, okay. KJ103. What were you listening in to? In that era. In that era. I would – I back and forthed it primarily at that time between The Cat, which was rock – and KJ-103, which was pop mm -hmm. in the moment. I only went to KJ-103 when the cat wasn't playing something I enjoyed. And more often than not, I was just jockeying back and forth between the commercials on both stations. But yeah. my preference would have been rock, which is where I was first introduced to Led Zeppelin. Yes, of course. Who we've discussed. Right. Um, but this was also, as we've discussed in the past, KJ-103 – there was a DJ who was either quitting or being fired that locked himself in the booth and played me so horny for like eight oh, yeah, hours yeah, yeah. straight over and over. Yeah. So this was that, Vanilla Ice, uh, all those things right then and there. I'm going to run some titles past you. Go for and it. And you're going to go thumbs up or thumbs down on okay. them from the year Do I do it verbally or physically? you got to do it verbally. Uh, yeah, verbally. Okay. You can do it physically, but it makes for better audio if you'll share with the fam. Fair enough. Um, everything I do, I do it for you, Brian Adams. Uh, sideways thumbs. Really? Yeah. I didn't like it, but I realized it could be used to my advantage, perhaps as a manipulative bastard. Okay. Now that we found love, heavy D. Never even, don't even know what that oh is. Oh my gosh. Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Loved it. So that's a thumbs up. Yeah. 
You're both, gonna, both you're of gonna do it correctly if you're not gonna do it at all. <laughs> okay. I'll do it my way. Um, me, and Frank, me and Frank Sinatra over here doing it my way. Set adrift on memory bliss, PM Dawn. Please tell me you remember that song. I do remember it. I again that's one that like I wouldn't necessarily I'd check the other station and if it was on commercial I'd listen to this, but okay. it wasn't my first pick. Something to talk about by Bonnie Raitt. I did not like it, but kind of same status. It's better than commercials. Okay, okay, okay. Let's give them something to talk about. Um, Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. I'm ashamed to admit that I liked that before I knew that Will Smith was a complete douchebag. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to sex you up. Color me bad. I... I was kind of a closet lover of that song. <laughs> um, let's see. Maybe I can pick one more off of here. Um, hmm. Don't just look for things you think I know. Just spout them out because you may be I, surprised. There's a lot of these I don't what the old know. Man knows. Uh, all I want to the wet sprocket. It doesn't ring a bell. I bet we know that. Well, probably so. Oh, oh my gosh. I didn't realize this came out in 91. Nirvana's Come As You Are. Hell yeah. Yeah. 91. Mm -hmm. I did not realize. I probably sang that a few times. Yeah. When no one else was in the car. Interesting by Metallica. Of course. Of course. It's all the thumbs. All the thumbs are up. Love is a Wonderful Thing by Michael Bolton. Yeah, not so much. I probably stuck my thumb somewhere else. That leaves such an open-ended imagination mm -hmm. for Let the everyone people. take that where they will. Yes. Uh, unbelievable by EMF. I did like that. I did too. Honestly. I wished it was better than it was. It's, I couldn't I stop listening up. to it. I think, holds up. I think it sucked, but it was it was earwormy. Earwormy for sure. Okay, last one. Losing My Religion by R.E.M. I, I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it. Okay. Um, what did you do in your free time? And I guess that presupposes the idea that you had free time. Tell, hey, instead of this, let's talk about what – give us a day in the life of 16-year-old you during the school year. During the school year. What time of year is it? Let's say fall because you turned – you had from August to December that you were 16 of that calendar yeah. year. Okay. So August and we'll just use the starting date as whatever day it was that – Two a day football, and it was legitimate two a day football practices. Not this, not this stuff now. Where everybody's Mamby, like, Pamby. you could die. Yeah, we could have died too, some but we did. did it anyway. And some people did, and we practiced on in their memory. They wanted one of us to. <laughs> they would have wanted somebody to join them in death. <laughs> it was brutal. It was not healthy and wise and all of that. But that's what we did. But then. Without, uh, I don't want to explain any more of of this. While that That's was fine. going, while that was going on, yeah. In between two a day practices, I would go mow lawns because I had a lawn mowing business that made quite a bit of money. I don't honestly, I don't know how physically, yeah, a human survived that and lived. And I'm not saying that to celebrate me. It was a stupid time. We did stupid things because we didn't know any better. So for the fall, yeah, and through the first several games of the season, I was still mowing yards and doing things. And you had to get after hours long of practice. And you had to get in the weight room. Isn't that how you started your day? No, no, uh, 
not in season. Like first hour weightlifting. Oh, you weren't in season doing weightlifting. In season, we didn't lift. Okay. That's a different thing now for athletes. Yeah. And even by the time I graduated, we were kind of transitioning some of that where there was at least maintenance lifting going on. You weren't trying to get stronger. You were just trying to not get weaker. Okay. Okay. That's a whole thing. So – with the football season, your sophomore year, you're you've got football practice after school. Mm-hmm. You're mowing lawns. Mm. Um, you're, I presume you probably didn't do homework. I think everything came pretty easily to you. I was uh, what they call a smart bastard. I guess I don't know. Uh, we I, the only class I can recall two classes in high school that there was ever any quote unquote homework was math and English, and Things worked out so that I could show up early to school and finish homework sitting with my back against the wall in the hallway. I remember this. And have everything done in time. What was your favorite subject? Math. Okay. It made sense. That without hesitation. It made sense. It was logical. You don't have to, outside of the core equations and stuff, you don't have to memorize something. And none of what you memorize is worthless. It all applies. It's all yeah. something that matters. So I, I liked math a lot from that perspective. Last question. I think this is what the people really want to know. Did you have a special someone in your life? I, were you dating? Uh, well, as when a sophomore? Were, when you were 16, just like the whole year that you were 16. I did then. It turned out to not be a special someone, but I did then. Was this when you dated the only girl that broke your heart? No. Okay. No, I'm just, no. I, I lose track of the timeline. No. Okay. When I was so the rule in my household, my very Protestant stickler household was you will not date until you're 16. Okay. Which was received by both myself and my sister as you better find somebody to date exactly when you're 16 or you have failed the test. Oh. Which isn't what was intended, but that's oh. how it's received when it's presented as a yeah. a a bar of admittance. Mm-hmm. So I had known a few weeks before I was going to turn 16 exactly who it was that I was going to date because I knew that was when I could and it was presented in such a fashion that I felt like I needed to. Okay. And she's a she's was probably still is a lovely girl. Mm-hmm. Woman. Woman at this point. Yes. Although I'm sure she'd probably feel complimented to be considered a girl still. Yes. Just like every time I get carded, I'm like, okay, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. let me get this license out for you. Let me show you. <laughs> oh, God. No. You're a, you're a bit of a, uh, no. of a, of a liquor no. store freak. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I said it. I said it. I said it because they called me and were like, hey, we, <laughs> we ID'd her, but we know she's <laughs> – Now, listen, back on topic. Her name, I will not share. Okay, redacted. First or last. Um, Delightful person, truly delightful person. I was on a mission, dated her um, immediately, immediately. Even uh, through an incidence, lost my license for a month and she – she drove us around to date. Oh, she, she was, was she older? She was a year older. Okay. I was, I was a bit advanced for a 16-year-old. Yes. Um, yeah. Dated her and then didn't. I, I, As progress, as time went on, I don't know if it's progress or not. As time went on, 
I tried not to date anyone during football season. That's a good call. That's a good call. You got to focus. Yeah. Well, I mean, something. And right? also, there's just no time. No time. You knew that. Yeah. I dated you during football season and you refused to leave. That was your own fail. Now you're stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And there is no football anymore to take me away for time. <laughs> and you're just like, he's here all the damn time. When will he leave? For a minute, please. How do you feel about that? What? That I won't ever leave. That I, I can't leave ever. Uh, I think it's definitely created a very unique dynamic between the two of us. That's a creative way to say it. We spend more time together than most any long-term partnership, marriage, couple. Doctor-patient relationships. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do uh, you hate it? No, a little, hate it. just a little. Tell the no, truth. No, I don't Tell hate it. Truth. I think it would be completely, completely surreal and weird to go back to any other kind of. Am setup. I? Am I your gay friend? No. Is that who I am to you? No, I already have one. That that that's that true. Box is checked. But you can have more than one, unless you're anti-gay. I'm not. Are you? No. Are why you are, sure? Why did we go down this path? I don't why, know. Why did you go down this path? Last question. I already said last question. Last question for real, though. For real, for real. Mm -hmm. If you could, besides punching 16-year-old you in the face, if there was a thing that you could say to 16-year-old you, what would you say? Advice mm. or encouragement or warnings? I think as a combination of not believing that 16-year-old me would listen, and also not feeling fully confident that I'd know what the hell to tell anybody at this point. I'd probably just be like, here's a beer, bro. You're only 16. Don't tell anybody. I got it for you. Just act like I'm the cool uncle. The I cool got, uncle future you. I got you a cold beer and a pair of Doc Martens that fit. Yeah. Don't tell them where you got them. I only got the one pair. <laughs> Okay, thank you for endeavoring through this. Do you want to answer those? I have answered all of them on Sorta Awesome, the podcast. And okay. you can go listen to episode 457 and hear all my answers. Okay. If by you, you mean other people listening that are like, why the hell am I listening to this show? Then you know where to go. Yeah, exactly. I probably won't go listen to it. You already know all of this stuff about me anyway. That's part of the reason why. Okay. Changing topics completely. Completely. What's on my wrist? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Herpes simplex? Nope. Is that a thing? Did I say it right? I don't know. What's on my wrist, though? You were wearing a Fitbit, like a... Perfectly normal person that wears a Fitbit. Thank you. I bought this Fitbit for myself in July. How, how long did you bury your own lead? I don't know. Do how long have you wanted a Fitbit? I've wanted a Fitbit for, well, since we got Izzy and I started walking every day. So since October. Of? 2022. 
not longer than that, you haven't been like, when's the first time you were like, I don't want a Fitbit? When was the oh, first time you said that? When I first that? heard of them. <laughs> when, which was when? I don't know. When they came out like years ago. Literally. I know it's been longer since before Nico was born. Okay. Like, so for so at four least years, four years yeah. ago. At least four years I was ago. resistant to them. Okay. Go ahead. But then when I started walking Izzy daily, and I mean like every single day, rain, sun, snow, whatever's Sweet happening. Sweet or hail. Yeah. You are the, Me and the, mailman. the United – Yes, you're the USPS. I'm sorry, mail person. United States Postal Service. No offense to Don. Mail person. Yeah. Mail carrier is what Don is. So – no so she doesn't have mail. She's just a carrier. She carries the mail to people's houses. That's how people used to speak about HIV. <laughs> Don, please. you don't have it. You're just a carrier. Don, will you please call him out on this? This is some nonsense. Listen, I don't, Don, I'm not insulting anyone. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. Ah, I almost I've, snorted. I almost snorted. See what you did to me. I've been resistant towards Fitbit acquisition and yeah. implementation for years. It's an old story. Until we got Izzy and I was walking here every day and I was like, you know, my phone is quote unquote tracking my steps, but I don't think it's accurate. It uses the jiggle meter. Yeah, exactly. You have to wear it on your thigh <laughs> or your boobles. One of the two. Then I started to think, hey, maybe a Fitbit would be better. But then mm -hmm. But then it was still years later. I could no, this was back in October. But then I couldn't of like, last year. Yes. I couldn't give myself permission, I guess you could say, to indulge in the purchase of a Fitbit. Which until, they're, they're practically free now. Until Jan, uh, July when it was There are days. cereal boxes that give Fitbits no, away. No, that's not true. It is true. Go look it up. I got it on sale on Prime Day and it has been sitting on top of my dresser low all of these weeks, not being used. Because when I opened it and got it out, it was like, the first thing you need to do is download and install the Fitbit app. And for some reason, I was just like, oh, I can't do this. Listen, TikTok's already got all my data. Just talk to them. Yeah, exactly. So finally, this past week, I charged up the Fitbit. I downloaded the app. And now I can't stop looking at it. And I love it. And it's telling you my heart rate. See, my heart rate has even gone up as we've been talking about it. It's I'm so excited. It's now it's at 103. 254. Where was that? And 254 the is the time. Uh, 102. Yeah. 102. You were off by a, a degree, a beat. I don't know. That's not a good resting heart rate, 102. I told you. I've been so proud because it's been in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. but, no. uh, but anyway, I do think, and I, I, it verified, the iPhone fitness tracker is not quite as accurate. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe the Fitbit because it says that I got more steps in than I Always believe whatever it is that tells the story you want to hear. Exactly, yes. That's life advice. I'm so happy about it, though. Listen – Truly, that's life advice. Nobody needed me to encourage them to. That's why there are echo chambers and bullshit things that exist because people find the, the group or person that says the thing they want to hear. And I, I'm not saying that in yeah. an ugly way. That's fine. Do, do, do the thing. Good. I will. I have no plans on stopping. In fact, I, I'm going to continue to annoy you with it. I want to point out you, who I love. I do. I love you in a way that – Like a sister. <laughs> yes, which makes it so creepy when you touch my ding-ding. Love you like a sis. That's, That's how we used to sign off our notes in yeah. middle school. Um, listen, no. <clears throat> 
That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> you took it dark. And I don't like that. And I don't appreciate it. And I'd like an apology. Uh, I'll just edit that out. I'd like an apology. <laughs> I'm sorry. You took it that way. Don't yeah. <laughs> that was heartfelt and real. Here's the thing, truly, that I love about you. Yeah. I laugh at it. Yes. But not laughing at you. Mm. You pick a thing mm -hmm. that you want. And then you're like, no. And you vilify it and you dodge it for years. Yeah. And then when you finally let yourself have it and you're like, this is amazing. You did this with the iPhone. True. And now the Fitbit and probably other things in between. And I gave you, I gave you a very loving piece of advice earlier. What was that? What was it? You don't remember already. And it was so intentional oh, and heartfelt. Yeah. You were like, the next time you decide you want something, just nope, save yourself the trouble and go get it. That's not what I said at all. Okay. What'd you say? I said, right now, look and identify what it is that you rail against and go buy it. <laughs> because you'll, essentially the same you'll eventually want it. Just buy the, sh buy the thing that you can't – I was going to say shit, but I choose not to use profanity on this podcast. You said it like five times. Don't judge me. Okay. Go find the thing right now that you're like, <laughs> you make those ugly guttural noises towards and just go buy it because eventually you'll want it. Just do it now and have it and let's, let's accelerate your advancement and enjoyment of life. Okay. That was my advice. Yes. You'll, because I suggested it and you trust me about as much as you trust a gas station hot dog, you won't do it. So fine. But those gas station hot dogs are really good, okay? <laughs> they're filling and they're cheap. And they're cheap. You can get two at once. <laughs> for practically a dollar. Okay. All, all right. right. Where are we going next? Okay. So. Biggest. Interview. Of. My. Rear. Career. 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 Not just rear. Yeah. This past week. You did. You. You freaking profanitied the hell out of it. <laughs> I don't even know what the profanity is. Um, something. Okay. Um, I did. I got to, I got to have a person come to Sorta Awesome. I got to interview him. Somebody who has been a podcasting. A mansplainer. Hero of mine. That you've accepted? No. He's, I just have just ever since he started his own show and created then a whole network. Was it an OnlyFans show? Pretty sure not. Pretty you don't think so? Pretty sure not. No. Um, his name's Patrick Hines. Patrick Hines, you say? Yeah, he's the creator and co-host of True Crime Obsessed, and he built from that original podcast, which is where he and his- A city in the desert. Yeah, it's called Burning Man. It was they called this year. Dubai. <laughs> um. No, he be between he- So he and Jillian Pinsavalli, his co-host, review- uh, true crime documentaries. Okay. That's their What's her name? Jillian Pensavalli. Okay. I love that name. That's it's a great, great name, name, right? It's a powerful name. Yeah. No, no confusing it with Joe Schmo or. No, no, no. There's that's only a one very unique. I like it. Yeah. Power to her. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they review and recap true crime documentaries. Okay. And from that. As they're occurring? 
like as the crime's occurring, they're like there and like, yeah, stab her again or him. I'm not trying to be like okay. gender specific with the stabbing. No, uh, they take documentaries that have already been made about a variety of topics. Okay, like Netflix, yeah, yeah, How yeah, to Make exactly. a Murderer or something. Yep. Is that the name of a Netflix documentary? What's the What's the one with uh, Don't Get Strange, that guy? Oh, Stephen Avery. Yeah, Stephen Avery. What's that called? How oh, it, wasn't it called Making a Murderer? Okay, well, it's close to what I said. <laughs> you reacted in a way like, no, sh- no show's ever been named anything like that. You're a GD no, idiot. No, no, it sounded so familiar. Is it called Making – I think it's – or the making of a murderer? Oh, my well, lord. Now, now you're just embarrassing the family name. And you've criticized me, so I can't even stand by you and fight for your honor. Stephen Avery Docu. I think it's how to make how to make a murderer. Everybody is screaming at their phones That's right, right now. that's right. Scream my phone on. will not load. Like, <laughs> this is delightful. To load. The, the dead air time. So when you were 16, who did you murder? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Why is it doing? Oh, because I got to get off the Wi-Fi. Yeah, you do. Wi-Fi in our house. Making a murderer. Making. Well, I was right. So was I, just without the how-to. <laughs> okay. Anyway, from True Crime Obsessed, <clears throat> Patrick and his husband, Steve, built a whole network called the Obsessed Network. And they've got all these other shows. It's really we. You and I have talked about this. What if we built like an awesome network? Well, yeah, that's what Patrick and Steve did. I mean, we kind of, we kind of did. You didn't mean to. We have this show. <laughs> it creates a network out of the what was otherwise a one one off show. Yeah, that's true. You don't like this one. You're embarrassed by that's it. You refuse true. to shop ads from warehouse clubs hmm. and things. Um. Yes. So he. Yeah. You agree. <laughs> Thank you. Everyone heard that? Everyone heard that. Patrick came to the show to promote his new book that is coming. Is he ashamed of his husband like you are? No. He talks about Steve all the time. Well, so you probably talk about me too, but you're still ashamed of me. No. It's it's true. It's okay. I mean, it's not okay, but it's okay. I get it. The name of Patrick's book is Failure is Not Not an Option. Failure is My Husband. No. His name also is Kyle. (laughs) That's why you like him? Who? No one's named Kyle except for you in this equation. Um, It's Patrick and Steve. Well, Steve Kyle. (laughs) It's not right. That's not right. (laughs) I know it's not right, but it's it's what you're doing. It doesn't feel right. It feels wrong to me. Can we take a break and talk about mushroom soup? Is that where you want to go? Yeah. I do think it's, it's valid before we go all the way to mushroom soup. You did just interview a celebrity, and because you are one, and you struggle to accept that. That's true. I do struggle to accept that. Is, yeah. All right. Dead air. Good job, everybody. Good production. Um, Should we now f- record us taking a nap? <laughs> I don't think anybody wants that. I, you might be. So there's, there's a crew out there that would. Awesome today, family member Tanya. Could be. Could be Tanya. Could be Tanya. Yeah. I don't know. It's T-A-N-Y-A. And yes. I don't mean disrespect. I don't know. We don't know which way to go. Don't know how so you pronounce I say, it. I say Tanya. You say Tanya. I don't say either one covering precisely. I say them both, Tanya, Tanya. I'm, I don't know where to go with it. Well, she was bereft because she was trying to recreate your sausage mushroom recipe. No, no. 
soup. No. What? Mushroom. No, I don't think she said anything about sausage. Oh, just the mushroom I soup? I don't know why you're trying to make her a sausage girl. <laughs> just the mushroom she soup. She may have no interest in sausage. Okay. How dare you? That's very invasive. Okay. Okay. And so, <laughs> I was going to say, I was trying to craft language around supposing, and I almost said suppository <laughs> of you, but then that means something entirely different. But equally invasive. And definitely invasive. How suppository of you. <laughs> You sort through it. <laughs> Why did you put it there? Okay. You got me all distracted from what we're talking about. Your mushroom soup. You do this a lot. You like to take me down a dark path. That's not where I reside. Mm-hmm. Yes, everyone believes that. Everyone knows that. So awesome tea. All right. And other letters. Pronounce it how you will. Just take a pause and pronounce it how you will. Um, she'd, she'd mentioned wanting to revisit the mushroom soup, wishing that she'd caught details. Now, there's a bit of butthole in my nature that's like, we'll go back and listen to the old episodes because they're there. But how would anyone know? It's not like there's a recipe to put in the show notes. What are you talking about? Like, just start listening from the beginning to see if that she could find one of the episodes where we've talked about it. Well, so everybody has a different personality type and different choices in life, right? Yeah. And you're saying that, like, who the hell would do that? But you're looking into the eyes of somebody who would. Rather than ask, and I'm not judging anybody that would ask, but rather than ask by nature, I'd be like, well, I can just go listen to all the, all the old history of the show and find my own way through. I don't want to... Impose on anybody with a question that's already been answered. I would literally never do that. There is no I know. piece of – there's no knowledge or information on this planet that I would go back and listen to a podcast from the beginning. To <laughs> but you can listen to it on twice time speed so that you don't offend anybody by asking the question they already answered. Okay. This, this – it's where I come from in my my mind process. I'm not saying it's the right way. I'm not judging people who don't. I'm just saying that that's literally how my mind functions, and I would. I'd go however many times speed I could listen to things to skim through and find because I don't I don't want to ask the question that's already been answered. I've been on a message board or two where people were like, yeah, use the search option, butthole. And I don't want to be the butthole. Well, look. I don't want to be the butthole. Okay. Even if I am, I don't want to be. It's just – it's against your will yeah. that you have to be. Exactly. I can't tell you how many times in my eight years of podcasting I have I have turned to the heavens and begged that there could be a search feature for podcasts, like everything on a podcast – I've been thinking of my own, like, where did we talk about this? If I could just That's have- That's why a- hashtags were created. But- I just belched like an ape. Yeah. <laughs> I held it in. I don't know if it was audible, but I did. Okay. But like, if it could, if something could go through and like, listen to all of the things that mm-hmm. it said and like, then it's in a searchable document of some sort or- Is that why you ask me to go page? listen to certain episodes of podcasts to try to find the thing you were thinking of no. because you didn't want to go do it? No. No. Tell the truth. I don't think I've ever asked that of you, but. Mm, a little bit. Let's talk about mushroom soup. Okay. Okay. 
And I'd, I'd replied in this fashion in the group. <sighs> it's a lot. It's a lot to unpack. I'm thinking, entertain the people for a minute while I think and put words together. All right. Well, this doesn't have anything to do with mushroom soup. I just want to drop it out there that this past week in Oklahoma, country music singer Zach Bryan was arrested for popping off at the mouth to Oklahoma Highway Patrol, which I love. And then did he literally F around and find out? Yeah, he did. Um, thankfully that happened. I'm grateful to him for his, uh, running of his mouth mistake because now I know who Zach Bryan is. And I'm so furious that I never knew. I thought Zach Bryan and Luke Bryan were the same person. They are not. No, they're not even brothers. <laughs> I don't think they're related. They're two very different Bryans. But now different clans of Bryan. Here's the interest. <laughs> okay. That was good. That was good. Here's the interesting thing. I will not listen to a podcast from the beginning, but I will listen to a discography from the beginning. Okay. That's what I will be doing for the week ahead, listening to Zach Bryan's. I, I Zach Bryan, right? I don't think it'll take a week. People with two first names are so confused. Never, you don't have to dislike or cast shade upon, but you should never trust someone with two first names. Yeah, it's Zach Bryan. Okay. I don't trust him, but I'm going to listen to all his music. That's and fine. That's I love the fact that he got mouthy with the Highway Patrol. We all have I wanted the, to. I love the fact that they three's ass in the hooskow, as we say. I've got a mugshot and everything. Yeah, yeah, fingerprinted. There's no lying anymore, bro. You're on record. <laughs> All right. Here's here's what I think about cooking and soups and stuff in general. And anybody's welcome to disagree. There are some things that you would cook via proper a recipe. And that's okay. And when you're doing that, when I'm doing that, when anybody's doing that, you're not invested. You're doing something to fill a space, and that's okay. Okay. There's a lot of things in life that we're like, no, no, no. I I wasn't here to invest. I wasn't here to be involved. I just needed something to fill a void. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to follow a proper recipe. That's okay. Well, it better be because that's the only way I cook. That's untrue. Okay, popcorn and grilled cheese I can make without a recipe. And you've gone above and beyond where whatever knowledge it was you had to start with, you took it to a new place, and your popcorn and your grilled cheese <laughs> are revelatory. Everyone in the house knows this. They're like, Mom, don't make that other shit that you follow the recipe for. Could you make popcorn and grilled cheese or one or both or either something? Yeah. And doesn't it feel good? Because that is your recipe. Yes. So it's from that perspective that I will describe mushroom soup. Okay. Or whatever the hell it is you want to make mushroom soup. As I would look at it very analytically, because that's how I would do it. That's who I am. Your soup needs some vegetable and it needs some protein. This is true of every soup that's ever existed. And if you're a vegan, then that could be tofu. Beans. It could be beans. It could be any number of things. And I think this works for all those things. You need to start with some kind of fat. And that needs that whatever fat you're choosing needs to be dictated by the dietary regime that you live by. 
And if you are vegan, then there are fat sources of things that you might use. Olive oil, coconut oil, things like that. If you're not vegan, those are still valuable and viable and things. But you also have, when you're not vegan, you have butter, you have bacon, you have different things to create fat. You have tallow, you have lard, you have all the the rest of the menu available. But you got to start with some fat. And then you need to throw probably because it crosses every cuisine in the world, some onion in there. Maybe you include a pepper. Maybe you include celery, these tomatoes. These are things that cross all cultural lines. Okra, blah, 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 cucumbers, whatever. You dice things up and you put them in fat and you get them going not because of any reason other than these are going to render down into a thickening agent to what you're making. You could start with a fat and some flour, unless you're celiac, and then use almond flour or coconut flour and you can make a roux and you can go that way with it. Right. But you add some vegetables in, get them softened, do some things. And then this is any soup, not just mushroom soup. Then you begin to introduce some additional things. Now, in the case of mushroom soup, for the one we made today, we included some potatoes. Mm-hmm. That's only offensive to the carb-free people. Yeah. So don't use those if you're a carb-free person. We did potatoes a little bit more softening, a little broth, maybe pour some wine in there and let it reduce down for intensified flavors. You could use coffee. You can use any, you could use whiskey. You can use anything with a flavor and reduce it down. Add the seasonings that are appropriate for the cuisine that you're going after. If it is Italian, then big surprise, Italian seasoning. If it's Middle Eastern, then maybe you're grabbing turmeric or some other things. You you do your own work ahead of time to, to decide what direction you're going. And don't be soft baby hens oh, with no. your seasoning. Get aggressive in the early stages. Aggressive. All these seasonings are dry. They need to be in early and they need to be in heavy if they're going to have a presence later. So you do that. You add in eventually then the protein of your choice, if that's tofu, if that's sausage, if that's pork, chicken, whatever it is. And maybe, other than tofu, if it's a meat, cook it first. Yeah, 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 for sure. Cut it up in small pieces, cook it first. Effectively, in the soup, you just want to braise it. Yeah. But it's already seared and cooked and things. Right, yes. So you 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 get that added in, whatever other seasonings at that point, and a lot of fluid, whether that's broth or water or whatever else, and you get a lot so that it can simmer down and, and recondense again as you're cooking. And then at the end, depending on how you've started and what kind of consistency you want to end with, you could scoop out – some of the chunks, as delightful as that sounds, mm-hmm. and blend, puree the rest, and then add the chunks back in to have some chunks and a bit of a heavier broth. You could add cream to thicken it up, cornstarch, flour, any number of things to thicken up 
what you've been cooking so that it's soft and easily digestible for the person with no teeth and soupy and delightful. Wait, did you put the mushrooms in? Yeah, yeah. That was way back. I zoned out for a second. I know. You do that often as we talk. It's okay. I still love you. I was thinking about soup. You wanted to go eat some more? Maybe. Okay. What's in there? It's in there. It's it's a process. You get familiar with what is your ingredient, not what is it specifically, but what is it categorically? Is it a is it a vegetable? Is it a fat? Is it a protein? What am I doing here? Mushrooms don't fit easily into any of those categories. Mushroom is a is a hybrid vegetable. It's not a vegetable. It's a hybrid vegetable. No. Literally. As you cook, it's a hybrid vegetable. You treat it like you would treat vegetables. Okay. That's fair. In a hybrid fashion. But it's not. They're not going to liquefy. Right. These, you would, you would braise, you would blend part of to thicken up the broth. If your broth isn't thick enough, add cream, add not cream. If you're that person, add other things, but you add some kind of thickening agent. Mm -hmm. And then you have a hell of a soup that you could dip sandwiches in. You could eat it as soup. Or, as we did today, with the leftover soup from yesterday, we dumped a tub of Parmesan in it as we reheated it, and then we mixed it with a bunch of angel hair pasta. So it was kind of like a really differently flavorful, um, not fettuccine, but angel hair pasta Alfredo. Yeah. With a lot of mushroom flavor and some sausage because we use sausage and things. That's good. It's just it's you've got to you've got to approach this if you want to cook it and and you want to make it something that's yours. Mm-hmm. You've got to approach it like it's yours. Yes, you've got to come in and be like you know. Listen, food, you're my bitch. Oh, yeah. That's that's how aggressive you have to be. You have to be okay. And you go in that way with your comprehension of, of fats and vegetables and proteins, however it is that you would put that together. Yes. And if you're confused and you want to do this, but you don't know how, but you know what your demands are, absolutely. Join the group and I will I will give you my five-cent advice on how to make your version. Okay. That sounds great. And I think for people who are used to following recipes as I am – the idea of just taking spices, whatever, sure. quote unquote, makes sense and add, quote unquote, a lot would feel very uh, intimidating. Sure. That's fair. And so if you can give some general rules of well, thumb. Give, give, me a, give me a scenario. Just what I just told you. Like, well, okay, so if you wanted no, to make like a – give me a specific – like okay. a scenario isn't a generalization. Let's say you wanted to make a white chicken chili. This isn't chili at soup. So chili and soup are essentially the same thing. Holy shit. Like a white – One, no, they're not. But two, I can tell you how to do this. Okay. And I'm not saying that from a flexi mansplaining Yeah, exactly. Way. That's what I'm saying. So like if I was like, okay, but here's the – I want like a sort of like a rustic American flavor to this. Okay. How would I know what spices to use and how much? Okay. You're not vegan plainly because you're using chicken, right? Yeah. Is there some – are you uh, – I'm not lactose Aviarian? What's the – I don't know. What's somebody I, that only eats chicken but not other meats? I don't, I don't know. know. Is that a thing? Do people tense up about that? I don't know. Okay. let's. So you want to make a, a chicken chili? Yeah. White. No tomatoes in it. That's fine. It's very important to me that you understand this. Okay. 
duly noted, and I also feel a bit flexed upon for some unknown, like, I don't see the flex here, but okay, you're flexing. That's fine. Okay. Get, uh, are you okay with bacon? Hell yeah. Okay, get a pack of bacon. Just pull the whole thing out. Greasy bacon in your hand. It's raw. It's disgusting. And you have kitchen shears, I hope, if you don't go buy some. And I want you to cut that up into, let's say, half-inch pieces. Just mm-hmm. You're slicing through the whole MFing pack of wad of bacon in your fist. Yeah. And you cut that into a skillet. Yeah. And you get that going. Okay. While that's cooking, go get onion, some type of pepper, preferably hatch, chili, if you have access to it. If you don't, bell peppers will work. If you want some spice jalapenos work, get, let's just say a cup's worth, a cup worth of chili. Yeah. Chilies of some kind. Peppers of some kind. I'm sorry. Okay. Cut those up. Dice those up. Dice up a sweet onion. Yeah. Preferably. Others will work. White onions. I wouldn't go red onion on this. Mm -hmm. White onion, but preferably a sweet onion. Mm -hmm. Dice that up and do the same with maybe half of a stalk of celery. Not a stalk. What's What's the terminology? A rib. Not one rib. You want half a stalk. If a rib is a single thing in the celery bunch, get half of a stalk. Okay. Thing. Dice that up small. Garlic, lots of it. Unless you're not a garlic fan, but you need some garlic in there, preferably a lot. Mm-hmm. When your bacon's done, you can just dump all the veg yeah. in there with it. Yeah. Or you could scoop out the bacon with a mesh thing, leave the fat in there. You want the fat. If you really want to get exciting with it, throw some flour in there. Yeah. To create a true roux, you want to aggressively stir. Not, I shouldn't say aggressively because people might interpret that like it's a it's a race. I'm my arm's yeah. tired. When where are we going? You want to keep it stirring so that the flour won't burn. Yeah, and you want to get it ultimately to the color of peanut butter. Right, and then you want to dump in your vegetables and mix all that in, and then that's several long minutes of things. In the meantime, my preference when it comes to adding chicken to anything, yeah, is to. Take, let's say you start with what, uh, chicken thighs. That's the cheapest chicken out there, right? Pretty much. So take some chicken thighs and either go straight paprika or some type of, uh, Cajun something. Yeah. Paprika is going to be what blackens chicken and that's delicious. Yes. Even if it's unappealing visually, it's delicious. Yeah. You can grill it. You can skillet cook it. You can do any number of things. You want a drier skillet for that if you want to get some blackening. But you get some pre-cook done on your chicken. Hopefully that actually done before you start the other parts so that it's cooling so that when you go to handle it, you don't burn your fingers like a complete burn your finger, idiot. Fingerprints off. Yes, because that happens. <laughs> I have done it. I have no fingerprints. Yeah. But where, where, where am I putting the spices in? Like right now? After well, your chicken's cooled and the roux is ready and the veggies <clears throat> are softened? Your very heavy spicing went on to the chicken to begin with. Okay, right, right, right. And I feel like in my personal experience, right, wrong, or indifferent, Yeah, 
very heavily spice whatever protein you're going to add. You could do this with a tofu block instead. But I'm not like pouring spice into the vegetables is what you're saying. Not necessarily. Okay. You could, and that will work too. (laughs) (laughs) That will work too. Yeah. But I like, my preference is to very heavily spice the protein. Okay. So that it's inedible when you have first done your first cook on it before it gets added to the soup. It's so spiced, it's inedible. Okay. So we've done chicken. We've done either just paprika, garlic salt, or some type of Tony Satchery's is the easy way seasoning. We've either grilled it or we've oven, like skillet cooked it on the range or whatever. Yeah. And we've got some good char on it. That comes off. We're going to cut it up into bite-sized pieces. It's so heavily spice-laden at that point. You shouldn't have to do okay. much All right. to your soup. Okay. That's what I was wondering. As you go to dump it in. Yeah. So again, let's say we've done onion, we've done hatch chilies, we've done celery, we've done that in a bacon fat thing with some flour, all of that. And then here comes the blackened chicken and it's wildly heavily spiced. Never be shy of using ground coffee. That's an amazing seasoning Okay. that I think gets no publicity. Yeah. You throw your chicken in, you use water or stock to make sure that everything's covered, throw in some bay leaves, throw in some type of vinegar. Okay. That could be Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce has vinegar in it. It's a vinegar-based thing. You could use malted vinegar. You could use apple apple cider cider vinegar. You could use white vinegar. Any vinegar works. It's good. It helps to further tenderize things as they cook. Yeah. Okay. And then it cooks down for a while. The flavors marry. The flavors marry. Add in at some point, preferably closer towards the end, add in an acid like lemon juice. Okay. That's going to help bring some flavor pop to things. And then at that point, you've got to decide for what you're doing. Do I want this to just be soupy soup 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 or do i want a cream-based thing and in that case add some cream in am i serving this over rice am i serving it over noodles is it in a bowl how is it that i'm going to present this Mm -hmm. and you make your your choices and again do i want it creamy do i want it soupy how is it that i want it to work with these things or do i want to completely strain off all the liquid for what i've cooked and put it inside of taco shells And all of these are viable and correct and valuable answers. They make a great thing. Okay. That's the only soup tutorial anyone would ever need. It's a lot. And as I said, anybody that has more specific questions that wants to bring them to the group, there's a lot of things in this life that I don't do well. But seemingly, I cook a pretty good meal. You guys keep coming back and like, are you done working so you'll cook a meal again? And so I'm not offering that as a flex. I'm just saying. Yes. Evidently, I figured a few things out. And I'm happy to help other people find that way. Okay. Thank you. And thank you. Mm -hmm. You say that. And there's a look in your eye like, are you done talking yet? It's not true. It's a little true. (laughs) Um, As we wrap up, because I need to call our daughter. So... Which one? The, the oldest one? The oldest yeah. one who's gone away to yeah. school in another land far away? Yes. What should the people do in the week ahead? 
clearly start a pot of soup going. Punch a stranger. Wow. It's part of joining Fight Club. Oh. You just walk up. No, the Fight Club was like, make a random stranger punch you, I think, is how that gig went. But I like, let's not get overboard. Just go punch someone. Do that. Do it in a way that you can't get arrested. Get arrested by the Oklahoma Highway Patrol. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, Figure out the difference between Zach Bryan and Luke Bryan. That's, that's valuable and important. You, I think it's understood at this point. You will have an awesome today. How awesome it's going to be, you get to decide. And if you'd like that awesomeness to include soup, come join me in the most secretive, hated, and frowned upon Facebook group ever. It's where only... Only fans are. Only fans are at. (laughs) Okay. Come over there. If nothing else, you'll always feel better about yourself when you engage with me because you'll be like, wow, he's a real jackass. I'm better than him. Today, would you? Please do. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.